Welcome to Nice Ashes. I'm Mike. And I'm Nate. And the awkward pause is we are looking longingly into one another's eyes because for our 20th episode of season two, we are in person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are we smoking, Mike? We are going to start uh, La Gloria Cubana series. Uh, we smoked the series ours last year, which was a favorite. I really like those. But today, we're going to smoke the Spanish press. Now, this looks to me to be a box press, Mike. It is a box press, Nate. And it smells just fantastic. It it really does. And it had some uh, good amount of spice on the cap. Uh, yep. Getting ready to cut it. So we are sharing a cutter and lighter because Mike's cutter and lighter are previously indisposed at the moment. Yes, they are. Uh, their whereabouts is really none of your, the listener's concern or business, but it will take us a little bit longer to light up this time than the last time. And we are coming off of the 4th of July weekend here in America. Yes, we are. 4th of July was bad here. It rained. Very boring. 4th of July was not boring by me. No, yours wasn't. Are you going to tell the story? Yeah, we might as well. <laughs> we might as well. Before we get into the story, this uh, very good first couple puffs, or, you know, puff and a half, whatever we are into it. Spicy. I'm getting a lot of spice. Yeah, it's spicy. I think uh, I think the mixed drinks here will pair nicely. Yes, it will. Which you probably did on purpose. Yes, I did. So, for the listeners, we have two mixers. One's a whiskey sour, uh, my style. And then the other is a blueberry-infused uh, Moscow Mule. So I am excited. Yes. So there we were, 4th of July. We have a three-year-old daughter and a one-month-old son. And we were on the patio out back, and it's fenced in with a, a cedar fence because um, we're a corner lot. And then we can see across uh, into three different backyards um, back towards you know the rest of the houses through chain link fences a series of chain link fences there is a rental property a couple houses down from us that has a whole slew of children that have kind of free reign over the neighborhood uh my wife and i've never seen an adult with them ever in like an eight month span or however long span that they've been there right it speaks a lot to your neighborhood because uh last time i visited these children were biking, and one of them abandoned their bike in the middle of the intersection next to your home. Yes. And it's a, a four-way stop, yep. kind of, but there's no stop sign. So. Uh, <laughs> they live directly next to um, uh, some neighbors that we're friends with, and the, the husband in that house needs to daily pick their bikes up from behind his car when he backs out of the garage because they just leave them there. Oh, wow. And... Uh, they have a dog that runs around off-leash, a little puppy that bites people. They've left basketballs and all sorts of things, and they come all the way up into our yard, almost up to the house, the front yard. Um, and so I've got them on security camera there doing that and stuff. So we're sitting out there, and it's got to be, I don't know, probably, well, the big incident happened at almost 11 o'clock at night, but the, uh, the uh, there was an incident slightly before that, maybe around, you know, 9.45 or something. Well, maybe it was, maybe it was almost 10. I don't know, but whatever. There was a, there was a mortar or something that exploded in a yard or alleyway. And we looked down and all those kids were down there and they got really quiet and kind of like scattered and hid. So I know for the legal minded of you, that does not prove that they were the ones that did it. But for those of you that are into men's fashion or uh, classic Disney movies, <laughs> if the shoe fits, right? Exactly. Men's fashion. Very nice touch. So, uh, and we were like, wow, that was 
crazy irresponsible to somebody have gotten them some fireworks that are illegal by city ordinance and state codes and, and things like that to these unsupervised children. So uh, we're sitting there and I, it must not have been almost, it must have been almost 10 o'clock. It was just about 10 o'clock because we let our daughter stay up late because we bought two little fountains, right, to do after dark. Because oh, sure. this is kind of, she's three, so it's kind of her first 4th of July that she can kind of participate. And we did some smoke bombs earlier and some little, like, those little snap popper things. Snakes? No snakes. No snakes? Just the little, uh, you know, those little, like, things that look like tea bags and you, oh, and yeah, you yeah, pop snaps. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snaps yeah, or pops whatever or whatever they, they call them. Yeah. Different brand names and things. And she had a high old time, and we're sitting there, and um, I believe I was enjoying a tequila cigar. And all of a sudden... Uh, fortunate sun starts playing because a mortar went off right against our garage from the alley. So we knew it came from the direction back of those kids. And they, they were all standing out there and all looking right at us. And again, for those lawyers, does not prove anything. But again, for those that aren't lawyers... Uh, so I got upset because we had our, our you know infant son on the patio. We had uh, Sarah's sister on the patio. We had our three-year-old on the patio. So I said, we've been working with our daughter about home words and things. And so when, when she hears us say something that's, you know, like a swear word or something, um, we'll say, yep, those are fine to say at home. We don't say those, those out in public. So I definitely shouted some home words uh, across the uh, chain link fences. <laughs> I think I started with, because um, they were all looking. And so I yelled real loud in a, in a booming man voice, you better check yourself before you get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> at these kids um little kids they're gr well, middle school and grade school probably yeah old enough to cause mischief old enough to cause mischief and old enough that they swear on their own out and about in the neighborhood oh for sure so you know was it the best choice on my part to you know drop f-bombs right at, at kids probably not but they just torpedoed our garage and i have a newborn and you know, other right. family members that we should not be getting torpedoed because there's a fair amount of tree cover there. So go find a field and let your mortars off. Don't launch them down the alleyway. Like up, like a yeah, mortar, yeah, not up, like up. an M, I was thinking like an M80. Yeah. Like no, a big was, firecracker. It was like, they were one shots, whatever they mm -hmm. were. They weren't the huge, huge mortars, but they were like big enough to... Like a Roman candle, but one, like a single... Yeah, but a little bit bigger than a Roman candle. Oh, really? Yeah, because a Roman okay. candle is not a huge deal. No, you can shoot each other with those. Yeah, these ones were not ones you would be shooting people with, uh, at least without eye and ear protection, the amount of bang that they made. Right. So I kind of chewed them out a bit, just screamed at them, and then I sat down and told our daughter, like, yep, those... Those that's the wrong way to use fireworks. And we've been telling you with your sparklers and with these fountains and things and whatnot, like point them away from people. And, you know, because even if it's a sparkler, it's not going to hurt anybody, but you have to learn the safety basics first. Right. And uh, I didn't think anything of it. And it was probably, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes later, I get a notification on my, uh, on my phone because I moved ever since the uh, catalytic converter incident. I moved my uh, outdoor camera to the cover of the driveway people approaching on the driveway. So I go and it's this older man and uh, I can't remember if it was the, I don't know, maybe 12 year old kid or if it was the older man's wife. Not, I'm not saying he's married to a 12 year old. I can't remember who was there with him initially because at least three or four different people kind of like were his entourage throughout the, uh, let's say, heated discussion. <clears throat> and he was ready to fight this guy. He came over and he was like, were you, were you telling, were you yelling at my grandkids? 
And I was like the ones that hit my garage with a mortar. And he's like, what right do you have? What gives you the right to talk to my grandkids that way? And I'm like, the First Amendment, man. But, you know, he wasn't really there to debate uh, legality and, right. and things. And he was upset. He was upset. I tried not to be upset because I was holding our one-month-old son at the time, when he's launching into this tirade. His whole gist initially was, if you have a problem with my grandkids, you don't go talk to the kids, you talk to me. And I'm like, well, they launched a mortar at our garage. He's like, they don't have mortars. I would never let them do that. My man, I saw them like bathing in the church down the street's water feature fountain in in the front. Like it's a Catholic church. Mother Mary knows what they did there or whatever they worship in Catholicism. Uh, Oh, pedophiles. That's right. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, But I kept trying. He's like, you don't know me. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm Nate. You know, what's your name? And I held up my hand. He's like, I'm not shaking your hand the way you've been disrespecting me. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I just tried to play it super cool. And he got angrier and angrier, like the more friendly I was trying to be. And and I was, and he's like, are you telling my grandkids you're going to come over and pop them? And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, well, I told them uh, they would get fucked up if they kept doing the thing. But I'm not going to correct you right now because you seem angry enough. And I'm sure the kids can't swear in front of you because you're an angry fellow. And I said, well, I'm sorry. And, and you're right. I should. I, I didn't know you were down there. And had I known, I would have come down and talked to you instead of talking to the kids. And he's like, what do you think? It's okay to tell them like they're going to get popped and, and stuff. And I'm like, nope, you're probably right. That's probably a bad choice of words on my part. He just got angrier and angrier. And then he's like, you don't know. You don't know me. You don't know who I am. It's the hat. And he was wearing like, I don't know what, like a straw fedora hat thing or like, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. It's some kind it's of just hat. A hat. Yeah. I got, yeah. And, like a normal and, hat and it's like, that you wear in the summer. And, and then he goes, and because I'm black. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, the hat is a great disguise. You know, he took the hat off and I'm like, oh, oh, it's Clark Kent. It's Superman. Oh, oh, I know him. Um, uh, the black thing doesn't really have anything to do with it because I can't remember white people's names either that I meet. Right? Like, I can't remember anybody's name and I've never met this guy. So, of course, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. It's like going to a, a restaurant or bar that you've never been to and asking the the, the server, like, I'll have the usual. Yes. Like, it's the not- usual. <laughs> It's like going to a restaurant or bar and telling a waitress you don't know that you want the usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when they say, what usual? You don't know who I am? Oh, it's the hat. Okay. Yeah. You take your hat off and then they know, uh, even if they never met you before. So he also mentioned he worked for the state and then he threatened that he could have my ass fucked up or something. Uh, it was kind of really bizarre uh, turn of events in the conversation I called the cops. I know. It's such a bitch move, too. And um, <laughs> Well, it's kind of a bitch move, but... You have to understand that I have small kids and a family and I need to have something on record. That's also true. So it's more, I don't think he's going to do anything because it's been, what, a week almost or something. And like, I've never seen another adult and the kids have been, you know, doing their daily rounds about the neighborhood on their bikes and scooters and leaving things still where they go. So I'm sure uh, whatever he was or wasn't on uh, slept it off for him and he forgot the whole altercation. Oh, Um, you know, he was getting liquored up. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. I was. I, I don't know July, that, Mike. I don't know that. You know, he was getting liquored. That's up. a bold I'm, assumption. I'm guessing that the kids came over and told a version of the story. Now, see, that's yeah. that's where it gets interesting because he said they weren't doing that with the mortars. And with as angry as he was when he did show up about half an hour later, and that was the important bit from earlier, it took him about half an hour to come over and be hopping mad. So my guess is, and this is just my guess. Is that he was passed out drunk in the basement and the kids went to wake him up. And then they and then he came out and said, Oh, 
no, my kids aren't, my grandkids aren't shooting mortars at people as he stumbled over the, the empty mortar casings, which we saw in the alleyway the next day in their trash bin, not in their trash bin, but in their trash bin area, because why would they put them in the actual trash bin? Right. Um, so anyway, I called the cops and two cops uh, showed up and one was a younger cop and one was an older cop. And uh, I kind of told him the rundown of the thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, he threatened me and stuff with, you know, he said he could fuck my ass up or something. And the younger cop goes, that's kind of a weird threat. I said, I know, but some people pay for that. (laughs) And the cops almost died laughing. But um, anyway, and uh, they were like, well, we can go talk to him if you want. And I'm like, I don't really want that. I don't really want to escalate things any further because I tried to be nice and calm and not give him a reason to get upset more than he was. Right. Um, you know, and they're like, well, okay, your best bet probably is just to let us file the report. And then if he comes back or causes more trouble, we've already got an incident on file and then we can proceed from there. So yeah, I it's not so. really, you know, it's not, it's not real. I wasn't trying to do it as a bitch move because if it was a bitch move, I would have had him go down and like, I would let him get wound up in front of the cops and then right. they could like tase him or whatever they need to do, I, you know, you know, but I just I, wanted to have kind of a, a paper trail or a record. Therefore, if something does happen later, it's easier to say, well, look here, see, right. If I'm, something were to happen, I doubt it because I've, that was the first and only time I've seen him so far. So, right. I've seen their mother when I was there. When I, uh, one of the times yeah, I was over here, different Oh, really? There's two families like that. Oh, okay. Because there's a duplex yeah. next to the lawn care guy yeah. um, across our driveway. Yeah. And they were so loud, and she was so loud because she will she will scream obscenities um, sure. uh, that they put up their own fence. <laughs> um, and then there's this other one that's a couple houses down from that, like maybe two houses down from that, but on like our side of the block, right? Our side of the alley. And those kids mostly just run around and leave stuff all over the place, go up in people's yards and take, throw garbage and in the garbages. I caught yeah, those throw kids garbage, throwing garbage, throwing garbage, garbage yeah. and take, like, taking dips in uh, water features. In, yeah, uh, I thought church, those are the kids you were talking about. No, yeah. the other kids are a little bit older and they like to be a little, the other kids are older, more profane and a little more like, you just kind of want to steer clear of them these other younger kids go around and ask they ask um they ask dev one of our guests mm-hmm. uh if he had a bicycle and when he said that he did oh, they right. said oh well we need one mm-hmm. and i was like well that's cool but you can't you can't have mine yeah, so I think he told me that mm-hmm. we were talking about it because i thought it was kind of cute uh because i uh having it's like uh dennis the menace kind of that's how i look at it yeah. in my head yeah where i'm like oh that's kind of fun you know like drunk grandpa's filling the garden pool or whatever yeah you know? <laughs> well and so like yeah. so my sarah's been a little more hostile in attitude towards these kids like she doesn't like them up in the yard and all this stuff and i'm like they're not really harming anything mm-hmm. and they're leaving their stuff, and if I find basketballs like in the street outside of our driveway or in our driveway, I toss them right in the trash. You know, like oh, there see, you go. I'd, be, I'd be like, kids, just if you have to leave it somewhere, put it on the lawn. Don't leave it in the street. No, if it's in the street or if it's on our lawn, it's going in the trash. The eagle. Yeah, there's a little patriot patriotism happening. Uh, at Mike's place. Yes. Uh, location unknown. Uh, we're in a deep bunker cave somewhere, <laughs> uh, sitting where Saddam used to hide out. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they will throw their belongings over the fence of the neighbors that we know that are direct neighbors of them. And like th- those two are terrified because they have a dog. And they don't want the kids to throw something harmful to the dog or like abuse yeah, their dog yeah, because yeah. they're clearly abusing this puppy. But ever since like the mortar incident is kind of like... One, you can't be giving mortars 
And it's not a full blown, it's not like the big like inch or two inch shells or whatever that, that you would get in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. As a Minnesotan. Now, um, they, do they sell fireworks like that in Minnesota? I don't think they sell anything like that. They you, they can they sell them, but the, you can't buy them with a Minnesota license. And the same in Wisconsin, I they sell see. them, but if you have a Wisconsin license, you can't buy them in Wisconsin. So that's why you cross the border. I see. Fourth of July time, yeah, uh, which I, I didn't do because we have small kids. So right. I just wanted to get a couple little fountains, everything legal, whatever. Right. Like, when I was a kid, I remember you couldn't even get black cats. Yeah. Yeah, you certainly yeah. couldn't get M80s. We got M80s all the time, but yeah, we used we to go to the, the reservation to get all the stuff. You could buy quarter sticks of dynamite. They didn't care. <laughs> we had one guy. We had one guy buy one, and he's like, "Oh, this is gonna this is gonna real." And he got one of those old steel um, coffee cans. And he's like, okay, I'm going to put the coffee can over the top of this course of dynamite and it's going to launch it way up in the air. And right before the thing went off, my dad said to us three kids real quick, he goes, hide behind the wood pile because that can did not go up. It went out and fast. Oh, yeah. Yep. I can believe that. I knew a guy so, who shot a propane tank. Okay. That same thing, but it didn't explode. Yeah. It just goes in the opposite direction of the bullet hole with all that pressure. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Man. So, you know, not, not, not age appropriate fireworks uh, for that age group or for maybe any unsupervised uh, children. Right. Bottle rockets. Um, Give kids bottle rockets. Yeah. Bottle rockets. That's fine. Yeah. 12 year olds can handle bottle rockets. Give them a bottle though. Is uh, yeah, yeah. hold them in their hand and then they'll be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You only get hurt once that way, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get hurt. I saw somebody else get hurt. Yeah. Uh, learn, learn through other people's mistakes, I guess. Um, but I think that brings us, unless there's anything else you wanted to add about that. Um, I've got a whole bunch of the audio and video uh, from my security cams about that incident. Uh, that so was my I, only question was, did you get the whole incident uh, saved? <clears throat> Yeah, um, it's saved. All the all the bits are saved. I've got like four clips of video ranging in length. And the one I sent you was the end, the 30, 30 seconds of the yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. So I have yet to like, I'm going to stitch them together and yeah. maybe try and put subtitles on there and stuff, you know. I'd like to and see then that. just have it. Yeah, I'd like be to like, see Here, that. you can see the whole interaction. Yeah. Do you have the explosion on video too? I suppose you should. Uh, I don't know. if I guess if the sound triggered it, but I didn't get really a notification from that. Um so I don't think so because it's more visual tripped. Trip. Yeah, but you showed me could have been. Um, I was thinking I'm like this could be an internet video that's clearly out of context. Like mm-hmm. I don't have context for it. You explained the context obviously, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like me watching yeah. it, I'm like this is this could be anything. It could be literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so in the middle of it, oh yeah, and then he had, he had his. Um, in an older, like, I don't know if you saw him on the video, there's like an older, like 17 year old, like really gangly looking kid that came over that was maybe like 6'3". Oh, For sure. like backup or something. Because I think this guy really wanted to throw hands. And I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for that. I don't want to uh, throw hands. Despite what I said on our uh, episode with Dev and wanting to get into a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured probably not the best with uh, my sister-in-law and my small children around um, no, no, not <laughs> so, a good thing. But I yeah. just tried to defuse it. Well, defusing confrontation is uh, probably the best bet 100% of the time because you never know. Yeah. Like I you could have had a gun. He could have had a gun. He yeah. could have had a knife uh, and w- was willing to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Any number of things. Number you just of, never know these uh, days. Possibilities, yeah. There's been people being shot for just turning around in somebody's driveway these days. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I do have to comment really quick. Uh, Mike has a really nice ash going. I do have a nice ash. And this is spicy and delicious. Mm-hmm. I was fully expecting uh, 
this cigar to perform uh, admirably. Yeah, these uh, Ligoria Cubanas are uh, generally good. I don't think I've had a bad one. Okay. Uh, the Series R is my favorite yep. that I've had so far. Yes. Um, How many of them have you had? Have you had the other two we're the doing? Or? I've, uh, I've had the N, which we're going to do next, okay. I think. Spoiler, alert. The Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, but over the years, I've had a number of Ligoria Cubanas mm. uh, at different places. You know what? Like Golden Leaf back in the day when I was in okay. Uptown, I had, had had a couple there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. They're like standard cigar that you can find damn near anywhere if there's a cigar lounge. North Dakota, they had a lot of them when they had cigar lounges. and uh, You can find them at golf courses. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. These are good ones to try because... Uh, You'll find them if you're mm. at a place that sells cigars. They will probably have at least one Gloria Cubana. Yeah, even even like I don't know about a full on gas station, but some some possibly. of those some of those like gas stations or service stations or like little market things have kind of like a I don't know like a wall humidor kind of thing about the size of like a like a soda refrigerator. Or yeah, something, you go right? to a, a big ass truck stop on yeah. the interstate. Yeah, yeah, that you probably find one there. Yeah, um, that they're pretty standard, but they're yeah. good. I think. Like, well, we're going to try some because I, I haven't had a bad one yet. Yes. Um, so I wanted to shift over into our topic here. Oh, okay. I so there's we an actual... Vamp. No. I, we were gonna vamp I wanted to vamp a little bit and uh-huh. kind of like get through the 4th of July craziness. Yeah. Well, quick wrap up. I did an online training course on 4th of July because it was raining and I did chores. Because <laughs> I got up like four hours before my Sarah. Yeah. Because, of course, I'm on... I worked the day before and the day after 4th of July. So, of course, I fell asleep at like 8 on the couch or whatever. Yep. You know? And I got up at 5 in the morning. Yep, yep. <laughs> and I started uh, doing my chores. <laughs> and then I went to bed early on 4th of July like, <laughs> because I worked there all day, go. kind of, you know? Yep. I do feel, uh, I feel like last year and the previous year, I mean, this is our third, I guess, going on fourth year in our house. Mm-hmm. It's and been that long. Yeah, That's it's crazy. been that long. And uh, next year is our 10-year wedding anniversary, if you can believe that. I cannot. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But I feel like the past couple years, the whole month of June and July were firework fun time. Yep. Down in the cities, right? Oh, yeah. Like every every night starting maybe like the second week of June, you'd you'd have people shooting off fireworks and it's like, come come on. Like uh but this year it was really confined to like the fourth of July and maybe like a day or two on either side. Yeah. We didn't really get like the middle of June. And I think as the restrictions are all gone, you know, the COVID restrictions are all gone yeah. and people can get out and do things still. Yeah. So Well I, uh, here even today, there are people shooting fireworks off in the middle of the damn day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think there were fireworks till like one in the morning on 4th of July. Which okay. was on like a Tuesday or something like that. But yeah, yeah they were yeah. shooting fireworks all night long. Woke me up at like 1230 or something like that. Like I could. Yeah. I don't know which. My neighbors are miles away. So they had them shooting some big fireworks to wake me up. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I figured so. we'd talk about a little bit about different kinds of um, uh, criminal law stuff mm. uh partly inspired by the fourth of july antics but mostly inspired by something else that will be made clear to you mike and the listener a little bit later okay so uh in america here we've got and these are all just america american um i don't know what you call them so we're going to kind of go through uh infractions misdemeanors felonies Okay, uh-huh. for the legal system and what each one is and, and things like, like that. Mis- petty misdemeanors, yeah, yeah. 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 And I don't know how much you know about kind of the definitions of all of these things, uh, but we're going to start with the least serious, which is an infraction. 
So an infraction is a violation of a rule, ordinance, or law. Uh, in most jurisdictions, there's no jail time with an infraction. It's not going to appear on a criminal record. Uh, usually it's a payment or fine. Uh, and, a, and a federal, But the federal law classifies an infraction as a crime with a jail sentence of not more than five days. So it's kind of a small, a small thing. So traffic tickets are uh, infraction. Uh, there can be other things like trespassing, littering, disturbing the peace, and other kind of petty offenses. Okay. Um, so it's generally, you know, the police officer sees something wrong, they write you a ticket, and then you have to pay a fine. Okay. And sometimes, you know, you can go to court to contest it. The same as you can any other any other thing, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good solid like inch and a half. Yeah, it is a solid ash. inch and a half. Yeah. Um, all right, and the picture for this episode is going to feature uh, Mike's. Is this your Trump or Obama ashtray? Uh, this is the Trump. Okay. Yeah, this is the yeah. Trump and we talked about his fancy yeah. ashtray. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have a fancy ashtray from any president without pledging loyalty to them or that sort of thing before anyone gets up in arms. I got it for free for yeah, those yeah, who yeah. are going to be offended. Yeah. And for those who aren't, I gladly accepted it. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful ashtray. And I don't, that's awesome. I don't think it doesn't, it doesn't really say Trump on it. No, it says Gurkha. And then there it used go. to have the big Gurkha symbol on the inside. Oh, okay. But that all washed out because I obviously I keep it clean. Yes. But uh, So after infractions, what comes next, Mike? Do you know? Petty misdemeanor. All right. Well, yeah, misdemeanors. It's a whole class of misdemeanors or a whole... Um, classroom of misdemeanor yeah there's like petty misdemeanor and then gross right uh yeah so i mean like under here and this is under the federal sentencing guidelines Mm -hmm. so state state jurisdiction might be different uh but under federal you've got class a class b and class c okay okay and typically for a misdemeanor jail time is served in a local county jail instead of a prison and there's a big difference between jails and prisons i don't know if we have enough cigar to go into all of that that's not really the point of what we're talking about i think everybody knows the difference between jail and prison right do you think yeah, I mean, you know, maybe like, maybe some Hollywood writers, they're like, oh, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. It's not really how jail works. No. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so we got a class A misdemeanor. These are uh, more serious offenses and uh, misdemeanors in most states and under federal law. Uh, it's a criminal offense that carries a potential jail term uh, of less than one year. So class A is one year or less, but more than six months. So that's kind of the big guns on the misdemeanors. Yeah. Class B is six months or less, but more than 30 days. So 30, 60 day range. And class C is 30 days or less, but more than five days. Because remember under five days or five days or under is a uh, infraction. Okay. I've been convicted of a few infractions, but no okay. uh, misdemeanor then, I guess. Yes. Not that I, uh, I mean, I, I can neither confirm nor deny that I've uh, uh, yeah, had, had some just like, uh, uh, violations. <laughs> just like whoever had that bag of cocaine at the White House will never be found. We That's don't right. know who that That's could right. possibly be. I've never been caught be. with a bag of cocaine. I can tell you that. Uh, but. <laughs> well, neither has you know who. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so a felony <laughs> is the most serious type of crime. We're going to skirt that a little bit. Um, we can talk about it at the end, though. Uh, so a felony is the most... Uh, Serious type of crime, the term felony is not uniform throughout the United States. The federal government defines it as a crime with a punishment of more than one year. States can be less strict with that definition. Uh, Maine and New Jersey do not classify their criminal offenses at all, according to this website, which is findlaw.com. Again, Mike and I are not lawyers. You should not take anything we say as legal or medical advice. No, not as or, or investment advice <laughs> or anything. Yes. Uh, don't base your life off of us unless you're going to try a cigar. Uh, and then we would just tell you that uh, don't smoke cigars because that's bad, okay? Mm. 
first sip I had of the. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, oh, the blueberry? Yeah, the blueberry. Yeah, I was hitting this pretty hard, the blueberry pretty hard at the beginning because it kind of balanced the spice off. But then I was like, I want a little more spice and a little less sweet. So I kind of shifted to the uh, the sour. But um, okay. So in most states, uh, the, the felony is referenced to the length of the sentence or sometimes the place of incarceration and sometimes both. So Idaho defines a felony as a crime punishable by death or by imprisonment in, a, in the state prison. And uh, Georgia defines it as a crime punishable by death, imprisonment for life, or imprisonment for more than 12 months. So, you know, it varies depending on where you're at. Yes. Uh, so we've got uh, class A's through E. So class A f- uh, felony is life imprisonment or death penalty. And th- this is the federal uh, definitions. Sure. Uh, class B felony is 25 or more years. Class C is less than 25, but more than 10. Class D is less than 10 years, but more than five years. And then a class E is less than five years, but more than one year. So if you have any questions about infractions, misdemeanors, and felonies, please consult your lawyer. All right. Not chat GPT. This brings us to the crux of our topic. Did you hear what they're doing in Michigan? Or what what we're about to find out people think what they're doing in Michigan? No. Okay. Michigan, their house, I believe, passed a bill. To extend uh, civil right protections to LGBTQ community with their governor, Gretchen Whitmer, expected to sign the measure into law when it reaches her desk. Uh, It passed and it would codify protections from discrimination based on sexual orientation and employment, housing, and other areas. Now, a lot of people have been saying that this bill, and I don't have the full text of this bill, but the big outrage about this bill is people believe that the way it's written will uh, convict people who willingly use the wrong pronouns, will convict them of a felony, <laughs> carrying a five-year prison sentence and a $10,000 fine. Nice. I I don't think that that... In Canada, they did pass a law like that, and they are punishing people, from what I understand. At least social media news, which is, you know, trash. Everybody knows that. But. Yes. Um. In the United States, that would be struck down instantaneously. I can say whatever I want. Within, I can't say whatever I want, but I can say many, many things. Yes. As long as I'm not inciting violence or panic or something. You know, there's some limitations. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, this one, that article that I just read was from thehill.com. Uh, there's oh, one, The Hill is a very reputable source. Yes. And there's one here, uh, and this is from foxnews.com, where uh, and this is one of the top hits that came up on my Google search when I was first informed oh, of this. Sure, I'm sure this is culture war. Uh, yeah. So it says whatever. Michigan House passes a bill that could make using wrong pronouns a felony findable up to $10,000. So, of course, there's a completely different slant on the Fox News site. Uh, about it and without knowing the bill uh, the text of the bill um, and then we've got here the detroit news uh where it says politics and we've got uh, chad living good living good saying that michigan lawmakers aren't trying to criminalize pronoun use because you know if you if you criminalize pronoun use who's going to say that they even knew what this person's pronouns were right like I, absolutely I, there's a ton of uh gray area for abuse by uh, the air quote victims. This is an aside. Now, yes. You work in a professional environment, and so do I. Absolutely not. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, from the outside, um, yes. Have you found yourself, and I have, outside of my immediate work group, I don't use pronouns at all. No, I, I just don't use them. I call everyone a fucker. It's gender uh, yeah, neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't use them at all. I, I either don't refer to their name at all, or, or I don't refer, I refer to their name, or I just don't refer, I don't use a first person at all. 
Okay. Like, I just don't, I avoid it at all costs. Most of my emails and stuff are really short. Mm. Mostly either informational from me or requesting information from them. Yeah. So I can avoid, like, yes. any sort of first person, generally speaking. Yes. If I am writing something or maybe speaking at work, I'll try and remove a lot of gendered terms from my uh, lexicon, as it yes. were. Um, and I also try not to make sport analogies when I'm talking because I went through a, a HR sensitivity training or not. It wasn't really sensitivity training because that has like a bad connotation, like I did something wrong. Yes. But we we uh, watched a video or watched a speaker or somebody. There's a, a female speaker talking about just the differences between how women are raised and how men are raised. Right. And a lot of it comes down to uh, sports versus tea parties. And in sports, you can get really mad at the other team and then go out for a beer with them later. Absolutely. And be best buds. Yeah. And at a tea party, if somebody upsets you, you have to be polite and you can't get all your anger out. So then you hold a grudge. Uh, generally. I mean, that was kind of like, that's the watered down, like cliff notes of the spark yeah, notes yeah, of the yeah, summary. Yeah. And that probably holds for their entire lives for yes. some people. And as somebody who's not hugely into sports, I just try not to use a whole lot of sport sport analogies because ever since I was kind of like, you know, a lot of people don't understand them. And um, in college, I was a English uh, writing consultant for uh, the uh, college athletes, but all the tennis players were Romanian. Sure. So, I had to explain uh, in one of the books, uh, one character calls another character a pumpkin. Like, oh, hey, pumpkin, how are you doing? And the Romanians thought it was hilarious. Like, why are they calling them a gourd? Like, it makes no sense. Like, but it's not a, it's not a term of endearment over there, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I find like generally it's better to not use kind of like specific analogies and things like we got to hit this one out of the park. What does that even mean? I, you know, I took a, a baseball fan. respectful workplace training recently and that was not, that was a refresher or whatever. It was mandatory yeah. for everybody. Um, but uh, I found one thing interesting, probably the only thing I took away from it long term, was that uh, when speaking in a group setting, you should av avoid using idioms. Okay. Because the origins of many idioms, which we covered, I think, before, are uh, yeah. sometimes unsavory or yeah, and those... perceived to be unsavory at the yeah. very minimum. And I don't know if those were full-on idioms. They were more kind of uh, the etymology of common phrases, which I suppose could be an idiom. Right. So, yeah. And not everybody understands this idioms the same way. No, yeah. and even, and I was just talking about this, I don't even remember now with who, but we were talking about how... Oh, it might have been, I think it was with uh, another one of our guests, Dave. Uh, and he was the one, incidentally, that told me about the Michigan felony thing because he is moving to Michigan at the end oh, of the month here. So okay. they're moving back to Michigan to be closer to their family because mm -hmm. his, his parents are getting older and, and whatnot. And he told me about this and he said, yeah, they're making it a felony to, to use pronouns incorrectly. And uh, so according to like, you know, the chart news and the Hill, that wasn't really the gist of the... Uh, legislation that was, uh, you know, passed by the House. Sure. I would have to read the full bill because, as we know, the Affordable, or the Affordable Care Act wasn't in a bill called the Affordable Care Act. It was some kind of housing referendum. So right. could there be something in this bill that makes it a felony? Possibly. I haven't read it. I don't live in Michigan, so it doesn't really affect me or bother me. But I bet you that nobody in Michigan's ever read it. Mm -hmm. I'm just anyway, guessing. I'm guessing. Going back quickly to the idioms is that even within America, where you would think all of these phrases and terms and things would, would make sense, uh, you've seen those maps, right, where it's like, would you call it soda, pop, cola, or coke? 
and it will light up the areas that call it certain different things. And and uh, one that I know from my childhood is my dad always called the water fountain a bubbler. Mm-hmm. But he was he grew up on the east side of Wisconsin, so it was you know for all intents and purposes the east coast, right? And a lot of people on the east coast call it a bubbler, and a lot of people on the east coast call a four wheeler a quad instead of mm-hmm. a four wheeler ATV. So even within America, and America is just huge, so it makes sense that different dialects and different uh, phrases and different things would would come into the modern. Or, uh, you know, one that threw me, I remember this, was snowmobile versus snow machine. Mm. That threw me. Okay. Yeah. First time I heard yeah. snow machine, I was like, oh, what the hell is that? <laughs> Sounds Canadian. Bubbler was, uh, I thought it was a drink. Like, I thought oh, it was yeah, like, a, yeah. like a mixer or something. Yeah. First time I heard it, I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even changed because I used to say pop. Okay. Now I say soda pop soda for pop. the most part yeah. because I just added the. The soda to the front of the pop because people weren't understanding what I was saying. Yeah. Where I was living at the time. Yes. I lived there for so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a lot of good ones and luckily I only lived in Oklahoma for five years. They had some good ones. <clears throat> there was some interesting, mostly it was pronunciations. Yeah. Uh, I remember my my freshman uh, roommate or dorm mate or whatever you call him, roommate, I suppose, uh, one day was asking me, hey, do you have a pin? Do you have a pin? And I'm like, what do I look like? I know what that a is. Sewing, yeah, a sewing person? Like, yeah. no, I don't have a pen. And he's like, no, a pen to write with. I'm like, oh, a pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, of course, I say bag. And that's really like my one of my only phrases that like squarely puts me up north. Yeah. Oh, like in, in there. But uh, a lot of the other stuff that I say, I was told multiple, multiple times throughout my five years living down there that I didn't have much of an accent, except for when I said bag. Uh, any A word, bag, yeah. rag, I say them all along. And then I picked up all. Okay. I, uh, I, I, I used to say oil. Okay. And, uh, now I say oil. Okay. I, I do, I do do the ope, you know, like when you oh, pass so somebody in a supermarket. Yeah, but, so do I. You know, um, did I tell my potato, potato Olay story on the podcast yet? Do you mm-hmm. remember? You don't know that one? Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, growing up, my dad loved Taco John's because it was a fixture of his high school, uh, high school life. They would go and they would, you know, get burritos and sure, as you the, the yeah. Olays and, and just scarf them down. And so, but he wouldn't call them Olays. He called them potato Olies. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he didn't know. Yeah. And yeah. he didn't know. And I didn't know. Right. And so it was actually the first time I went into the Taco John's here. Okay. And I, and I went in and I was like, yeah, I want, you know, a burrito and I want a big thing of the the potato Olies. And the guy goes, you mean Olays? And I'm like, yeah, Olay is definitely a Mexican Spanish term. <laughs> Oli is like Sven and Oli uh-huh. and not the right, not the right yep. uh, cultural background. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now I'll still find myself when I'm, when I'm trying to talk about them, like it's been so ingrained for like, I don't know, 20 some years that they were potato Olies. That I have to like stop and force my brain out of that habit, out of that rut from childhood, and I be like, don't, don't stop it, Ole. don't stop it, let it go. You know, I, for whatever whatever reason, yeah. I call them antibiotics. Hmm. Why do I say antibiotics? I have no idea. You don't want no biotics in your bloodstream. <laughs> I have no idea why I say antibiotics. <laughs> so I'm an idiot, I guess. Eh, I figure I'll bring back the potato olies um, when I get a little bit older. Then I can be the eccentric old man, right? Be the eccentric young man. Fuck them. Eh. I'm already eccentric enough. I uh, I felt kind of silly. Uh, I mean, not really because I don't care. I don't have a huge ego. But I'm wearing like a really bright kind of like Hawaiian-esque 
tropical button-down shirt. And flippy floppies. Shorts, flip-flops, and I've got blue painted toenails that my three-year-old did. I didn't um, notice the toenails. And uh, Mike, Sarah had a bunch of people over to shoot some guns, and he was like, oh, I got to come back. They got an eagle back here to shoot. And so I like go trudging back, and I'm like, all these guys are looking like, not, this isn't a, this is not meant as a slight, but like the people you'd expect to see at like the gun range or, you know, they're wearing like appropriate clothing for shooting guns. And yes. I'm just like, I'm here to look fancy and like, you know. Yeah, I'm dressed like a slob right now. I, yeah, felt, I, I wanted the, to like, the get brush. nicer clothes on, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for all of our listeners at home that can see us now. Right, yeah, I'm wearing like a, a work shirt and Carhartts, so, yeah. which is like my typical yeah. day-to-day, but. Yeah. <laughs> a very used work shirt, as you can see. Wow. Yes. So anyway, I guess uh, to bring this back is, uh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, so it says here, this guy says, um, the guy from the uh, Detroit News, uh, some conservative critics have taken a couple of words in the bill's texts that say any action that threatens by word or act or interpreted it to mean that addressing someone as a he when the individual identifies as she would be a threat punishable by up to five years in prison and a $10,000 fine. The, uh, the county prosecutor... The Democratic sponsor of the bill and two Republican lawmakers who voted for it said critics are leaping to a legal conclusion that is nonsensical and not rooted in fact. Uh, this is where everybody can um, say your Hail Marys and praise Jesus. It doesn't criminalize words said in the pulpit, uh, said State Representative Graham Filler. Uh, in other words, preachers will still have the First Amendment right to criticize homosexuality and gender, gender identity without fear of prosecution. Uh, but I don't know what that means for the rest of us. Um, they can't violate the First Amendment. You can criticize people for whatever you want. Yes. I mean, come on. But now it says here, it's, uh, uh, the intimidation is defined as a willful course of conduct involving repeated or continuing harassment of another individual that would cause a reasonable individual to feel terrorized, frightened, or threatened, and that actually causes the victim to feel terrorized, threatened, or frightened. Uh, which I think the definition is fairly loose, but what I, I and I don't I don't know this, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't think there's enough cigar left. I mean, maybe to look it up. How is hate speech for race defined? Is it defined the same way? Are they just adding pronouns now and some of this gender stuff to the umbrella of hate speech? Which, to be fair, I think hate speech can easily go too far one way or not far enough, right? Well, Depending on the context, and that's the whole thing. I think is the context. <clears throat> I'm going to take a really strong take on this and people will not like it possibly i'm sure i'll but like it i think that hate speech is first amendment protected speech uh not that your employer you know there's limits to that obviously your employer definitely should be able to limit your hate speech and, yeah your you know, employer is not bound by the first amendment no your your employer is not and while you are at work you generally don't have your you don't have a lot of you rights. don't have your rights you know you can't carry a gun at most places of work yeah. Uh, you know, there's limits on. Well, and that was, for example, the... at my place of work, I can carry a knife, but it has to be less than four inches long. You know, there's other rules consistent like consistent with Minnesota state law. Uh, no, most, I'm pretty sure part. that you can carry longer than a four inch knife. Well, the episode got crashed. Our, but that's okay. That's okay. We're done with the cigar anyway. We're damn near done. Our uh, eagle friends uh, came into the house, and now they want to hang out. So and we that's will. Cool. So we will. And uh, I highly recommend the uh, Spanish press. Uh, if you see it and it's a reasonable price, uh, give it a shot. And you like spicy round things in your mouth, talk to Mike. Uh, or get this cigar. So <laughs> does a party want to wrap up the episode? You've been listening to Night Ashes. Catch us next week. Be safe, have fun. Yeah.